0: Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today.
1: Brendan Bayon joins us. And Brendan, congratulations on capturing the minimalist challenge you were talking to us from the water a couple of weeks ago when you were participating and you gave us your game plan. Did you stick to it and is that how you want it?
0: Yes, sir. That's exactly what I did. I kind of stuck to that when I got out there. I, there was a couple other people that had the same idea. Um, you know, once, once the morning started, you know, caught a few trout, uh, you know, after I had five trout, which took me probably the better part of an hour, uh, then I started working my way to try to find some reds. I couldn't really find the reds in the first spot I went to and then uh, went and checked a couple of other spots and finally found some. And uh, it it was, it was quite an adventure catching those reds. I had uh, I caught a whole bunch of little ones. And then when I finally found the right one, he uh, you know, it, it just so happened that he bit right on one of those random pilings that you see all along our coastline on the shoreline. And he ran my line Past the piling and and took a left, you know, around the piling. So I had to release my drag, kind of let him run without the abrasion on my line and kind of bring my kayak to that piling and then re-engage the fight. And luckily he was still there and my line had not suffered enough damage that he would break off. But that was my first 25-inch fish. And then later on the day I caught one that was right under 27 that was uh, a perfect uh, slot size red. And uh, and then after I caught those two reds and I went back to upgrading my trout, which I think I upgraded four of them uh, later in the afternoon and just basically stayed patient, uh, stayed in some deep spots and really worked my my bait on the bottom almost kind of like it was, uh, you know, just kind of like almost like it's dead sitting on the ground. The, the water was still pretty cold in the, uh, mm-hmm. you know, mid to upper 50s and kind of letting it sit there for a while and then kind of snapping it off the ground and you just kind of feel those trout kind of suck it out and spit it And if you if you caught them in the right exact spot uh you know you, you could hook them but otherwise they were they were really testing that bait really quick Yeah
1: I call I call out a tick bite where it's just like a little tick is all you feel on your line that's when it's good to have a soft tip and also some very light line Now did you pick up the flounder sheephead and drum or did you not
0: no, I did not see any of those. Uh, I had a buddy that was in the same vicinity caught a uh, a puppy drum, which uh, I don't know. I think there was maybe three of those weighed in. Uh, there was one gentleman who brought a, a drum in that was probably half an inch too long to weigh. If that would have weighed, he would have had 10 pounds immediately. And my whole bag was 21 pounds. So how important that fish could have been is, you know. Really, uh, something to think about.
1: Absolutely. What were the, the the minimalist baits? I'm sure there was a combination of hard plastics, soft plastics, and maybe some jigs.
0: Yeah, we had a, a rattle trap. We had uh, three different size jig heads. We had kind of like a, a belly weighted hook and um, the plastics. If you go to my Facebook page, it's it's a uh, kayak fishing u. On Facebook, Uh, I have a picture of the baits on there, and uh, there's, uh, you know, some of them were a little bit harder than others, and so I would repair them with some super glue. You're allowed to bring super glue and kind of, you know, mend the tails after you set some hooks on some wild fish, and they kind of ripped the back out of it. And then, uh, you know, some of them were a little bit harder and lasted, but I think probably by 9 a.m., I'm using a jig without a tail on it for the rest of the day. It's kind of uh, it's kind of interesting, but at the same time, it reassures you when you're fishing this way that those fish don't really care too much. Uh, I mean, you're throwing a plastic without the tail; they're still eating it as long as the presentation is right. I think you're still going to get bites.
1: I, I would imagine with that cold water condition, that rattle trap was pretty useless,
0: huh? Yeah, I didn't, I didn't catch anything on the round track. I, I, I tried it a few times, but uh, the depth I was at was not quite the right uh area to use that at so uh i I didn't really get too much but i mean certainly they've proven themselves many times in trolling applications and and other things that i've used them for especially bass fishing
1: well brendan before you go uh april 15th is the next bckfc event what's that one all about
0: yeah, that's going to be the Trout Challenge, and that's going to be down at St. Bernard Parish. That's really a, a wonderful place to trout fish uh, in the spring. I've had so many great memories of fishing over there in Hopedale Lagoon and, and the MRGO or over there by the dam. Uh, you know, I think uh, everybody, uh, if you were around the Shell Beach area this year, you you really had some nice catches Uh, so I'm looking forward to trying all that. And even we even have some really great, uh, trout that come into the Reggio area, into the marsh in the spring. Sometimes I remember years going in there and catching lots of fish in the mid twenties. that kind of pretended they were redfish for a while. And, uh, in the, in that mid spring, you can really find some of those fish in there. Hopefully that's the case when this comes around, we have a a while for this one, but, uh, looking forward to that that's going to be a five trout stringer and i think they've even included uh the lake in it so if you want to fish the causeway or if you want to fish the twin span you're allowed to do that as well
1: oh great is that strictly artificial or can you use live or dead bait
0: yeah i think all of our uh our tournament series events are artificial
1: artificial got it brendan uh we're kind of short on time give us one good hot spot if you can think of one given the conditions we got to this weekend it's not the greatest by any means
0: Yeah, I would just fish dead-end canals or some of those borrow pits. I think there's still fish holding in there. Um, It's kind of tough out there right now with the wind and and everything, but uh, you know, if you can find a place where you can consistently just find a few fish circling through uh, and just stay put and just be patient, I think that's the plan.
1: Sounds good, Brendan. Again, congratulations. Thanks for the report, and we'll catch up with you next time.
0: All right. Thanks, Don. Take care.
1: All right. You were listening to Brendan Bay.
2: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance.